It's time now for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. We head out to Edmonton because that's exactly where I'm going this weekend. And we're going to be talking to Mike Weechester, who's one of the people running Yegpin, a huge tournament that you need to know about. But it's also a great show. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? I'm very excited. Looking forward to coming back out west, too, because last year was my first time at Yegpin. And Derek Thompson and everybody like yourself, Mike, I know there are a lot of people that put this together. You guys start planning this back in September. And the event grows and grows and grows. And I know it's going to be even bigger and better here in 2019. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. So let's explain to people, first of all, what is Yegpin? Yeg is based on the call letters of the airport, correct? Yeah, that's right. So uh, it's just a bunch of local collectors that kind of all got together and brought some machines out and decided to put on a show for everybody. And if we even go back further too, you know, you think of the people who run tournaments and you think, oh, they must just be diehards, pardon the pun, because that's uh, Derek's uh, tag, (laughs) diehard pinball, but they must be diehards into pinball. That's not the case. Mike, you only got into pinball three years ago. Yeah, that's right. I stumbled upon the uh, the first event just uh, just randomly and just had a great time. I didn't even realize there was tournament pinball at that point. And then just kind of looking in into things after, I found out there was a league and you know we run these tournaments every once in a while. Yeah, it's been awesome. So this is only really your third Yegpin. So when you first went to that event, then you started going to things like Pinburg and Calgary events and other places. I know you go to Vancouver Flip Out in October for uh, yep. Tommy Floyd's great Nitro Pinball tournament that he runs out there and, and wonderful show as well. So you wanted to get involved a little more once you first saw what was happening there in Edmonton. Yeah, I just uh, I started volunteering and, and just helping out wherever I could and then just kind of... Uh, you know, jumped in kind of feet first and yeah, it's been awesome. That's the thing about pinball. I mean, we can't have these great tournaments and shows without volunteers. So here's a guy who just became an instant fan of pinball and now wanted to help out and a big part of the planning, including what's happening this year too, because I know you're in charge of the facilities. You're the facilities coordinator. So the event is actually moving to a new venue, a bigger and better venue. Yeah, for sure. So we're this year we're moving out to Millennium Place. Uh, we get quite a bit more square footage out there. It's, it's you know an extra four thousand square feet. We should have about another fifty machines that we didn't have last year. Millennium Place in Sherwood Park. It should be a lot of fun. One hundred and twenty-five pinball machines, fifty classic arcades. Everything's on free play. And if you're coming to Canada for pinball, there are three tournaments you need to know about. This is the first one on the calendar year. We'll talk about the CNE PC in August, and we just mentioned Vancouver Flipout in Vancouver in the fall. Those are the three that are the big ones. But this is one that's really drawn a lot of attention, too. I know last year, Raymond Davidson, Jermaine Mariol, Dave Stewart all came up from Seattle. I see Bob Matthews is coming up from California. Myself, Jack Tadman are coming from Ontario. It's attracting good players because there are several tournaments. And this year, here's what you've got, okay? You've got the main tournament, and the prize pool is guaranteed. You've got a classics tournament. You've got a novice tournament. That's 12 and under. Yep, 12 and under. There's the Women's Canadian Pinball Championship presented by Nitro Pinball. And something new that you've added this year, the Pinball Pro Championship. Do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, so uh, that's the high-stakes tournament. So it's a card-based tournament. It's run on the Friday night, and then we've got the finals on the Saturday. So this year, we've actually got a really cool bracelet made up for the winner of that tournament, as well as um, a cash payout. 
depending on you know how many entries we get. This was kind of popular done at an event that I know Derek knows very well at Indisc this year, and they had a high-stakes tournament. It was, again, the Papa card. So it's only $30 a card and I think three for 75 So good value there to play in this high-stakes thing. But I've seen the bracelet. It reminds me a lot of World Series of Poker, that kind of bracelet that everyone kind of covets. Yeah, it's awesome. It's made out of silver. Uh, we got it made locally by uh, a shop out here in Edmonton. So everything gets underway Friday, and it's going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but really kind of a long day on Friday, even longer on Saturday too, because you've got some after-hours party. Yeah, so uh, we run uh, Yake Pin After Dark. So what we do is we kind of get we bring uh, turn the lights down, uh, kick the music on, and just have a party. Just get everyone in and having a good time. Something you did last year, I thought was a good idea: the Knockout Cancer Pinball Tournament. You raised some great money for the Alberta Cancer Foundation last year, $2,000. I'm sure you'll beat that this year as well, too. And also this Saturday happens to be Path of Play Day, too. So I know I'll be wearing my Path of Play Day shirt and maybe doing a little bit of streaming. I know probably going to look at a live pinball profile, which would be fun. It's a real big event. And what's the scene like in Edmonton? So it, it's it's growing. It's getting huge. So this year we've got over 60 volunteers that are going to help us put the show on. And we've got... Uh, Donations coming from Saskatchewan, you know, BC. Everyone's just kind of bringing their games because we're doing uh, a giveaway for a Munsters Pro Pinball uh, machine this year. Holy cow, that's amazing. Yeah, so uh, if you donate a machine, you get a ticket and you get entered enter into the draw. And then at the VIP party on the Friday night there, we're going to be giving away that machine. I remember hosting that VIP party last year, and I'll be doing it again this year, so I look forward to that. But I couldn't believe all the prizes you gave away for the vendors. I guess, what a great incentive. And that's why the show is so good, because you have so many people bringing in different games, whether it's arcade games, pinball machines, all kinds of good vendors, too, to buy some merchandise. And then they're rewarded with these huge prizes. I remember giving away a Qbert machine last year. Yeah, so that was for the arcade uh, donation. And then we also did a completely restored Joker Poker for the pinball giveaway. It was gorgeous. You're stepping it up with the Munsters Pro this year. Boy, I mean, it's one of those things. I don't know what it's like for you organizing it because it's so long. I mean, you were talking about seven, eight months of planning, you know, the new facility, making sure everything's okay, getting enough volunteers, the setup, the teardown. Yeah, it takes about a, about a week to put the show on um, just in the facility there. So again, for those people that are going to these events, whether it's here in Edmonton at Yagpin or any event that you go to, just think of how much time people like Mike, like Derek Thompson and others put into these things. I'm sure, you know, you've probably got the week off work so that you can make sure everything's set up right. And I mean, it costs you a lot of time and money to put this on for the benefit of others like myself. And and we really appreciate it. But I mean, it's a lot of work. Absolutely. But, you know, it's so worth it. Without uh, without events like this, I wouldn't be playing pinball and having a good time and, you know, meeting a lot of fantastic people. So if you want to volunteer and help out Yegpin, you can still do so, correct? Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. You can get a hold of uh, myself or Derek Thompson and we can uh, schedule you in or just, you know, reach out at the show. We're looking for scorekeepers and, and uh, a lot of other positions, too. Yegpin.com is where you'll get all the information on the show, the tournaments, if you'd like to volunteer, find out about the great vendors and sponsors, and even see some of the game lists too. So one thing I remember the Seattle guys saying last year was like, wow, this is actually a, a really cheap flight too. And by the way, American friends, the Canadian dollar isn't exactly the greatest. So your money's going to go a lot further when you come up to Edmonton. Yeah, the pro pinball tournament uh, just got cheaper for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll just put the money directly into Raymond's wallet. How about I just do that instead? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he won last year in the main. After last year's event, what were some of the things you thought, you know what, we can do things better in 2019? What were some of the things after you debriefed? So we wanted to uh, get into a new facility that could kind of uh, hold more people in it, let us grow the show. So if uh, if we continue to grow, we're going to actually be able to expand at this facility and uh, double what we have right now for this year, as far as square footage goes. And I know power, too, is always a concern. Yeah, so power was a big concern last year. Uh, we held it out at the uh, the old airport hangar. And, uh, you know, it, it was a struggle at some points to keep every game powered up and running around, you know, moving games around so that kind of shared the power between all the breakers. So definitely lear- learned what to do with that. So this year we've built uh, some extra power panels and we're ready to go. Now, this will only be the second time I've ever been to Edmonton. Give me some places to go when I'm not playing pinball. I mean, what are some of the sites to see? Unfortunately, the Oilers didn't make the playoffs again, so that won't be an option. Right. Uh, we've got great River Valley uh, with lots of great sites out there. Um, lots, of, lots of tourist attractions. We've got a great uh, art museum. You're talking to a chubby guy. I'm obviously a little more concerned about what are some of the restaurants that I should be checking out. Uh, on the south side, we've got the Burger Joint, which is awesome burgers. Of course, in Canada, it has to be called the Burger Joint, doesn't it? I mean, that's just uh, oh, fitting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, uh, and Donaire's as well. There's Donaire shop on like every corner. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'll see you in a few days. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Great, Jeff. Thanks for uh, having us on to talk about our show. Just wanted to thank all our volunteers and sponsors that uh, help us put the show on. Without uh, you guys, we wouldn't be where we are. Head to Edmonton, go to Yegpin. I know you will enjoy it. Everybody I've talked to certainly had a great time last year, and I know they will this year too. Yegpin.com is where you find out all the information. Thanks again, Mike. Awesome, Jeff. Thank you. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I'm Jeff Teolis. Not even a real country anyway.